Welcome to Santos Brothers Eat, food worth mentioning. Where Chef Jeff and his brother Kenny talk about their amazing adventures eating and tasting food that is so incredible, they have got to just share it with the world. My mouth is salivating already. All right, so this is Kenny Santos for Santos Brothers Eats, where we're going to be talking about food worth mentioning. And this is this is your first time here. Big welcome. Where I'm here with my brother, Chef Jeff, and we talk about all of our awesome food adventures, both the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And uh, if this is your second time, or or I guess not your, like if it's not your first time here, then welcome back right? So uh, both a welcome. If it's your first time, welcome back. If it's not your first time, but uh, thank you for coming. We're going to be talking about, what are we talking about? Some, a uh, little bit of chicken this yeah. week, Jeff, and also uh, back in Scarborough again. So yeah. uh, great place to have some good food. Uh, I guess the first thing we're talking about is chicken plus. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I wasn't able to go there, but Ken was, he was yeah. lucky to be part of the soft open. Um, so Ken, let's take it away with Chicken Plus. Chicken Plus. Actually, you know what? I forgot to pull this out. Is that Chicken Plus? How did we find that out? They have an article on Blog oh, To. Yeah, it's Blog. Yeah, our friends at Blog To. They're like one of the, yeah. the best source of information for new food, for new new events. Um, but yeah, we're on their Facebook, we're on their Instagram. So whenever they post something, right away we're like, okay, let's see. Uh, we put this into our calendar. And it fit perfectly for Ken's calendar. All right. So hopefully we can see that. Okay, Jeff. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. So it says Toronto's first location of famous Korean fried chicken chain is now open. It's called Chicken Plus. And so this is the article. They had a soft opening this past weekend. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's basically popcorn chicken in a waffle bowl, which is kind of neat. Yeah. And And that's perfect for a soft opening because you just want like uh, maybe one or two items uh, just for people to, to eat and, and taste. And for five bucks, you know, you can't go wrong. Um, the, one thing I hate about soft opens or some of that, it's like it, the crowds, like when we were the Jollibee or when we did the, the Korean uh, hot dog, I was worried about the crowds. But uh, from what Ken told me, it went pretty straightforward. And I think this is the key. Is they, was it two items they had or just the one? They only yeah. had two flavors, right? And yeah. So here, here's where I was. I picked it up. Uh, what was nice, and by the way, this place is just two doors down from um, that hot dog place, the, the Korean hot dog place, Chungchun. Yeah, Chungchun. Yeah, and so that is episode seven, season two. Mm-hmm. So episode seven of season two, you'll find. Uh, so, and by by the way, the only lineups at that particular strip mall were at Chicken Plus and at Chun Chun. So we're eating at some good places. <laughs> there we go. And for this soft opening, it was actually it was a very short lineup outside. The, the whole process that they had was very streamlined because they only had the two flavors. We're going to mm-hmm. talk about those flavors in a bit, but the the doorman was actually the owner. He was greeting everyone, which is nice. pretty cool. And he was just explaining everything. And he said it was the soft opening. And what was interesting is this, is that he, you know, the original hours for opening was 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. on the Friday and then 5 mm-hmm. p.m. to 9 p.m. on the on um, the Saturday and 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. So always a 5 8 p.m. open. But then on Saturday, he changed it to 12. Nice. And uh, I ended up getting there just before one o'clock. And so I was able, I didn't even know. I just thought they were open. So luckily he did open up. And then um, he said, yeah, I changed the hours to 12 just to be able to serve more. Mm-hmm. But we were going to go the very next day. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we were. Like, uh, uh, Ken told us about it and we we're excited to go. 
but then Ken took some time. They uh, they posted on their Instagram that just was a 5 p.m. start time. So Ken was gracious enough. He uh, got up early or he always gets up early and just drove over to the place. And as you can see, they actually uh, blackened out the 12 p.m. Sunday start time. Yeah, and so that could be a number of reasons. Maybe they didn't have enough of the inventory, mm -hmm. you know, just because a lot of people were buying. It could, uh, Diana said, it could be a staffing issue. There's all these yeah. different reasons. But what's good to know is this. It's good to know that they have their grand opening. Where is it? Does it say here? Oh, wait, I got to go to their main website. Oh, I could have sworn I thought I okay. saw it there. Oh, wait, maybe it's here. I don't know. On oh. Instagram? There we go. I saw their grand opening was May 28th, and now I can't find it anymore. Okay. So that's kind of weird. Why don't I that's see right. it anymore? Yeah, so their grand opening is Friday, May the 28th. Yes. And uh, so here is their, their menu. Now, like I said before, they only had two flavors, and it was the Yang Yum. That was their one flavor. And then they right. had one that was just called Crispy. So maybe that's this original here yeah. that's on the menu. Basakan, if I, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing it. Um, that, that's what I'm reading, Basakin. Basakin. And so uh, with the grand opening, um, they have more flavors that are going to be available. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much they mm -hmm. were, but as Jeff indicated, it was only $5. Um, there was no tax if you paid cash, so I came with a $5 bill. And you even got a nice. free drink if you were an Instagram oh. follower. <laughs> nice. So it was kind of cool yeah. to have all that. And I ended up having the Yang Yum, and I didn't have the original because I just thought it would be like the Nang Yum without any flavoring on it, which would still okay. be good. Like, you know, Korean fried chicken by itself is really good. Yeah. And I will say that this particular chicken, very moist. I ended up uh, eating it. Actually, I was driving away, and I ended up eating it in the car. Okay. Um, so because it was just so tasty <laughs> and what was nice is that since they only had the two items i mean and it was really easy to serve they just kind of um was behind the scenes i ordered and i got the the food probably within three to five minutes like it was yeah. very very quickly i'm, I'm appreciate yeah. yeah like i said it like that's the best way to do soft open it's a simple dish um yeah the, 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 with korean hot dog they had to hot dog they had to bread it fry it or they had some available but they saw the dress it whereas this is like just chicken nuggets or chicken pieces of chicken they probably had people in the back just keep on frying stuff and they all all they had to do was and the waffles or the waffle bowl was a constant so they were just kept f filling waffle bowls and chicken pieces and saucing as they go so and with only two sauces that that even made it easier yeah actually one was w without sauce so just basically is super easy and here's what it looked like now let me just do Here's what it looked like. There, there it is, is, right? Even had a little gherkin pickle with a bamboo nice. toothpick. This waffle bowl was nice and soft and fresh. Mm. Everything was super moist. And I was wondering if it would be really spicy. The owner was telling yeah. me it's not too spicy. And um, I compare it to tasting like a lot like General Sal's chicken. Now I know that's okay. traditionally kind of like American Chinese food, but that's kind of what it reminded me of. But uh, I certainly, enjoyed it i'd probably give it maybe an 8.5 or an 8 out of 10. okay uh, nice. in terms of flavoring but you know as we look at this menu jeff what are some of the ones that you want to try when we go next uh for sure the sweet garlic uh like like we said before we like things on the sweeter side uh yeah. the snowing cheese i just like that name snowing cheese so i, I got it i really got it behind this with this in it. and even the creamy onion oh like, yeah is it a like cream onion soup they put on or what's that mean yeah i'm curious um, about all those as well and i do suggest for you the yang yum jeff 
Okay. It's really good. Nice. And then they have these um, interesting add-ons. Or did you yeah. want me to? You want to comment on something before we move on to that? No, no. Go ahead. Yeah. I was, I was talking about uh, like step three, the the add-ons. Yeah. So Not available yet. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, as Jeff was saying, they get these rice cakes, um, some seaweed rolls, some dumplings, and this is interesting. It says soy sauce, five mm -hmm. pieces, and it looks like chicken nuggets. So it does. We'll have to so, figure out what that means. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, if if, uh, if you're listening to it and uh, you could let us know what that means, um, that that'd be great. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, yeah, and you know what? It was it was it was really really oh well done. Yeah, and I'm yeah. skipping this here. They have, they offer wings, they offer drumsticks, and they offer okay. I guess maybe boneless breasts or something. Wow, yeah. look at this. So it says step one: choose your parts. So I'm guessing you choose like from boneless to wings to drumsticks. Uh, and then oh. step two is add your flavors, and then step three have your add-ons. Oh, now I understand. Oh, yeah. So what I probably got was a boneless. That's because I yeah. didn't have any bones. I gotcha. Okay, so a half pound. Wow. So I got a good deal because I got it for five, and they start at ten already. Mm -hmm. Something to to know. Totally worth it. I would get this again. Okay. Um, even at the ten dollar price point, and it's good to share. You know, there's little pieces. It's not like, you know, if you get like a chicken meal and you only have one piece of chicken or two pieces of chicken you want to share with a bunch of people, hard to do. But since yeah. there's a bunch of little ones, let's say, you know what, Jeff got the sweet garlic and I got the uh, creamy onion or, or the snowing cheese, we could share it and yeah. easily share it, which is exactly kind of nice. right. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So fun, fun place. And what's cool about this is that uh, they're also almost next door to Chun Chun's. You know, mm -hmm. so if you want to check out them, they were awesome, those hot dogs. So, nice. you, you know, um, two places to go and both of them fun for kids. So, yeah, place. hot dogs and, and chicken nuggets, you know, you can't go wrong. <laughs> Absolutely right. And so here's their Instagram page, the Chicken mm -hmm. Plus Canada Instagram page. Great. Uh, oh, and here's their article. Oh, there's yeah. a blog tail. Yep. Yep. There we go. There it is. And so a lot of fun. And so I would totally, totally recommend this. Um, yeah, to, I'm sure that Jeff and I, uh, and you know, maybe Dylan, Diana will probably go to this in oh, yeah. probably within the next month or two. Yeah, fingers crossed. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and then the very next day, because we could not go to Chicken Plus, we went back to one of our favorite places, which is the Street Eats Market. We went yeah. to the Scarborough location, and this was Diana's um, first uh, first time first there. Time. It was. Yeah, yeah, she was very excited because uh, we, we've been to the Hillcrest a couple of times. We haven't, uh, none of us has been to the Vaughn or Burlington location, but Ken and I, and uh, I believe, yeah, Dylan has been there once. Yeah, Ken and I have been there a couple of times, and Ken has been several times to the uh, Scarborough location. But this yeah. is Diana's first time, and she's very excited to be there. Absolutely. And I don't know about you, Jeff, but to me, when you just said the Vaughn location, I just noticed that now that's new to me because before you know it was what? Burlington, Toronto and Richmond Hill. Exactly right. Yeah. I, I, sh I should have noticed that when I came out of my mouth. I said, oh, wait, Vaughn. Interesting. Yeah. So and they're opening they're opening before the Burlington location. So mm -hmm. Phil, you know, the owner of Street Eats, he is oh. really working hard to make sure that we get some good food in our stomachs, all of that's us right. in Toronto and the surrounding area. And so here is all of what we could have eaten we wanted wow. to visit oh where are they the hungry moon are they even here oh uh da, 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 they're somewhere yeah the hungry moon was one of the ones that we wanted to go to again but unfortunately when we got there we got there just after noon when they opened 
Yeah. Uh, so at 12.30, and we noticed the truck was closed, and we got some other stuff, which we'll describe soon. Uh, but just before we're leaving, we saw him, uh, we saw the guy come out of the truck. I was oh, cool. Um, I just happened to ask what his ETAs for opening. And he goes, well, we just got here, got to do prep work. And, you know, me being in the culinary industry, I said, okay, yeah, that takes a lot of time. But I, th I congratulate him on the business and on, the, on all the media he's been getting. So, you know, he's doing good, some, some good stuff right there. Absolutely. And just to remind you guys, the Hungry Moon, that is that Filipino food truck where we wanted to eat the Deep Impact Burger. Yes. Um, and that was a season that was a season two, episode nine, the Street Eats Grand opening, if you guys want to check that out. So that that Deep Impact, no, is it called the Deep Impact? Yeah. Yeah, the, deep impact, the, yeah. the deep impact that is the pork belly burger with mm. the mango coleslaw that has eluded us yes, once again. So where did we end up eating, Jeff? So uh, we all we mentioned this when we first went to Street Eats. We wanted to go to Tuts, Egyptian yeah. food, street food. Uh, and when we first got there, the lineup was crazy. So we knew it was a place for us to go. Uh, and then luckily, we got there uh, this this last time, and we were able to go to get some uh, some Egyptian sandwiches. Yeah, um, and so here's an know, article in, in oh, Blog To. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff's talking about the article here. We knew about Tuts before they actually came to Street Eats. Um, mm -hmm. It's because of this, you know, the awesome article from Blog To and all the articles that we're referencing, whether it's the Chicken Plus article or the Egyptian Street or Tuts Egyptian Street Food. Uh, um, article that's all going to be in the show notes. Anything that we do share as, as as far as sorry, not as far, but also as well as any websites or Instagram feeds that we do share with you. And so here is Tut's menu. Actually, no, let's go. Here's their website, but we yeah. wanted to show their menu, right, Jeff? Yeah. I should go get back to the blog to you because uh, yeah. it actually has their shows their menu. So scroll scroll up, up. Um, sorry, down. I apologize. I know it's no weird problem. when you say down. You mean up. Um, so yeah, so the th sandwiches, there, there, there it is. So two sandwiches. So yeah, it was a good deal. So the pricing point for both the, the storefront and the food truck are almost the same. You get two sandwiches with some fries and a drink for $9.99 mm -hmm. or four sandwiches. Oh, actually, this is a bit cheaper at the storefront yeah. uh, for $17.99. So you save a couple bucks, you get all four. And trust me, you want to get all four because, or you get an assortment of four just for the flavor, just to, to you know, sample everything. Absolutely, because um, it was super tasty. Uh, I, I really enjoyed the food. Let me just go yeah, scroll, scroll back up again on this article. Sorry. Oh, there we are coming in. Oh, yes. Sorry mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, there's Diana and uh, Jeff and I yeah. uh, just at the door. And this was at the line. We we're probably in line for how long? But by the time we get to kind of like, quote unquote, the front, yeah. About 20 minutes, if that. About, about 20 minutes. But when you yeah. got inside there, the lineups weren't too big. So no. it wasn't too bad. Exactly. It right. wasn't too bad. There's a, the touch sandwich board. And here's their mm -hmm. menu. Is that what we want to look at? Yeah, Jeff, that's yeah. it. So, yeah. So, uh, so this is, this is the taking from their, from their uh, brick and mortar location on King Street West. So all the sandwiches you see there are available with the exception of number four. Um, I don't want to pronounce it. I don't, I don't want to insult anybody, but it was the pan fried beef liver. And actually, I think they had it at this, the food truck and then it actually attracted to me. That's when, like, oh, I got to try this one. But unfortunately, it wasn't available there. So they had the chicken, the grilled chicken with onion and coriander. They had the beef sausage. They had the minced beef. Um, they had the cauliflower, vegetarian, the falafels. And then they had the, their sweet sandwich um, yeah. as well. Oh, actually, yeah, because this, this is a list of their savory sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah, and they had a sweet one. And so, actually, this is what we ended up yeah. getting. You know? 
we got the 1799 combo mm -hmm. and then it looks like this is on the right side that's the chicken yeah. And then this would be the minced beef minced and this beef, would yeah. be the beef sauce. And that was the sweet one. And yes. then it also came with a side of fries. Yeah. And so, the uh, fries came with a duca sauce, uh, sorry, right. sprinkle. And they said it was a combination of mint and um, I forget what else it was. Um, but um, I wasn't a big fan of it, unfortunately, but I know Ken, you liked it, didn't you? Um, I, I thought it was okay. Okay. Actually, Diana really enjoyed it. All right. Good, yeah, good. Right, at least one that. of us did. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, she really enjoyed it. And so, but, you know, let's let's start in the order that we ate them. We had the chicken one last, right, Jeff? Yes, we did. Yeah. So we had the minced beef. What were your thoughts on that, Jeff? Uh, the minced beef, that's the one with the, hold on, give me a second here. Let me see the pig. That's the one with the coriander. Um, I didn't mind that one. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, the, the whatever sauce that was uh, really complimented um, the minced beef. Uh, what, what about you? What did you think of it? I really liked it. I'd probably okay. give it a, between a seven point five and yeah. an eight. Oh, yeah. actually, this is this the minced beef had a, had a pickled cucumber, so that actually that oh. sort of added the flavor, like little a little um, acidity to it. Yeah, that that was a good part of that. I, I gotta say before I even review any or any of these sandwiches, they all were really good and they were all packed with flavor. Mm -hmm. And to start off the bread, which is the first thing, like the moment you pick it up, the bread just felt really oh, fresh, yeah. not stale, no. nice and fluffy, perfect for a sandwich. Yeah. But as you can see, they are kind of small. Mm -hmm. right? So oh yeah, good for sharing though. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah great, really great for sharing. Like cut them in half or in thirds, like we did, and yeah, yeah. It was perfect. Absolutely. So the minced beef. Then we had the beef sausage. What yes so that's that? the one with the uh caramelized onion and had a bit of a mustard sauce yeah um on it um yeah i i actually found maybe it was too much mustard for me so I, I, the oh. beef sort of yeah sausage i i sorry, got a hint of it but i think the mustard is a bit overpowering that's, that's, that's my opinion know. i really really liked it okay um, i would say i probably liked it a little bit more than the uh than the minced beef and so if i was given the the first one a 7.5 i'd give this one an eight what about your okay. your ratings jeff yeah I, I agree with you yeah totally and then the chicken yeah so it's grilled chicken with onion and coriander uh then start serve with the garlic sauce uh i think out of the, all the savory ones this is my favorite um oh. you can actually see how packed it is you know it, it is full uh with everything there um yeah it, the grilled chicken was still moist. You could tell it was grilled. Um, yeah, and the sauce that came with it was, yeah, it complemented the chicken very well. Yeah, it was a super moist chicken. It was really, really well made. And typically when I'm having sandwiches, I I really like, I prefer the, the chicken over beef. And so, uh, you know, kind of like last time I was talking about um, Ali's wraps, I prefer having a chicken shawarma over a beef shawarma. Yeah. Same thing here. I, I like the grilled chicken or however that was made. It was really good. All of them did not lack any flavor. All of them were not, uh, didn't lack any juiciness. They're all good. No, no. Yeah, everything was good on there. It was Absolutely. perfect. Yeah. And you'll see that the last one was a sweet one. It was a sweet sandwich. It was wrapped up in a little wax paper there. Yeah. We had that last. And what was in that, Jeff? Do you remember? It's called halva cream. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not too sure what, what halva cream. Maybe it's sesame, like similar to tahini, if I'm if I'm correct. Um, but whatever it was, it's pronounced sakalans. Again, I, I apologize if I if I am mispronouncing it. But whatever it was is deep fried, and when anything is deep fried, you know it's good. Oh, and yeah. this was delicious. You know, it's basically 
like eating a creamed filled donut that was just freshly fried. I oh mean, yeah, exactly I mean, right. You know, explain it like that way. You know, it tastes good. It was way, way good. It was a perfect ending yeah. to that particular meal, which right. I, was, you know, I really enjoyed very and, much. And one thing I, I like, I don't know if you could see, but the way the box is. So if you look at the bottom of the picture, the tuts, that, that's actually a sleeve. And it fits this, the, the sandwich box in perfectly. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, when we got it, it was, it was still hot and the sleeve helped insulate everything. So when we finally got to, to eating it and we unsheathed it, yeah, everything was still quite nice and nice and toasty. Yeah, it was, it was well done. The way it was all kind of uh packaged up so because everything in there is to go you cannot eat inside of street eats no. all right you have to leave um we were able to eat by the car which was kind of cool yeah. and uh, we're going to talk about that in a little bit but it was just in such a handy to go container you know not oh, in a yeah. box it was just in this I'm sorry not in a bag it was just in this box that you kind of yeah and go which was perfect so yeah if you're walking you just uh, you know take this uh, uh Move the box over so you un unveil one sandwich, close the box up so you don't know anything spills, and then away you go. Yeah, absolutely. And so this is uh, that's the food there that we had a chance to eat. And then yeah. we also went to the food dudes, right, mm -hmm. Jeff? Yeah, one of yeah. our good friends uh, that we've had many, many times, food dudes. And uh, we actually got two items here. Uh, the first one was the truffle fries. We had yeah. it before and we will have it again. Uh, yeah. And it's basically beautiful fresh cut fries, I believe, uh, with a truffle aioli and then sprinkled with Parmesan cheese. It's perfect. Um, yeah. This is perfect. It was good. And then um, for those of you that want to uh, revisit, because we did talk about these particular truffle uh, fries. That was uh, season one, back in season one, episode seven. So mm -hmm. if you want to uh, look into that once again, uh, because their their menu is very consistent. You know, as you can see oh, in the yeah. background there, they have the Captain Crunch fish tacos. They have yeah. their signature burger. Yeah. yeah, all of that. There's a reason why it's consistent, because it, it delivers well, delivers good. Mm -hmm. And I decided that uh, well, I, right when I came in, I thought, you know what? I want that lemonade. There's strawberry jalapeno lemonade. I know. Good eye. I'm going to try that, that out. Yeah, and I really like that lemonade. What do you think of that lemonade, Jeff? It was good. Like the, yeah. the the jalapeno, it wasn't spicy at all, but you could tell there's jalapeno or some sort of pepper in there. And that actually made the strawberry flavor come out more Yeah, in this case. Yeah, super, super, super yummy. And so uh, the truffle fries, you know, I actually rate that higher than the poutine. The poutine's $10, the truffle fries yeah. are $8. This time was a little saltier than I remember. I wish it was it less was. salty. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit saltier. But with the truffle aioli and, uh, and pecorino cheese, yeah, that's that's like two salt bombs hitting each other and, and right, right on your food. Absolutely. And so here's a picture of all the food that we had together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Super, super. And, and believe it or not, yummy. but those truffle fries, like Ken said, are only $8. And that is a good deal. Oh, for a food truck, that is so, so, uh, that's a generous deal. It yeah, is, it's a yeah, good, very, healthy very good bargain. For $8, oh. yeah. Yeah, and it, it will not disappoint you. No. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if you try that and uh, you're disappointed with that. And then, after all that food, we still had more because yeah. we were visiting our parents. 
uh, just because it was uh, we we're allowed to visit with yep. uh, lower restrictions, and we wanted to bring them some Filipino foods. Yeah. So we ended up going to a place called Mendoza's, and we got this platter. And mm -hmm. why don't we explain what's in this platter here, Jeff? Okay, so the two items on the right, the white and the uh, purple, the white one is called puto, and it is a sweet sort of basically rice, a steamed sweet rice cake. Yeah. Um, so it's very soft. Um, and then next to it is the ube puto. So they incorporated some ube um, uh, squash into the batter, yeah. and they made the ube puto. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's basically a puto that's flavored with uh, the purple yams. Yeah. And that was that the, I think that was the first time I've ever had it. I've seen it before. I'm not sure if I've had an ube puto before. I, I think it's my first time too. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't like it, was, it wasn't very overpowering, but you could you could tell it's ube inside. Yeah. And for the white puto, traditionally there might be some some cheese on top of that as well. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually and you may remember this Jeff is that we've had white puto with almost like like chunks of cheese that are kind of spread in almost like a chocolate chip cookie has chips oh. in it. Yeah, right? there's would be like little pieces of cheese kind of throughout, which would be fun if you heat it up. Exactly Puto right. Is to me is always better when it's just a little bit warm. Oh, for sure, so, for sure. Yeah, and then beside that we have yeah. what's called. Sorry, and, and, sorry. Back oh, to the puto. I, I know as well that sometimes um, I've done it before. Like if you're having danaguan or the chocolate meat, and you finish the rice, if there's any puto, you just use the puto, you know, to sop up the the extra sauce. Oh yeah, danaguan. Yeah. Yeah, and so anything with a sauce, you could probably use puto to sop it up. Yeah, even though it's kind of desserty, it's it, it matches pretty well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the sweet and savory is always good. Yeah. Um, then I can mention next to the ube puto is what's called pichi pichi. Yeah. And that is basically a, a cassava, a cassava cake that's like more steamed and more compressed. Yeah. And then served with coconut. Yeah, and on the end it's called kuchinta. Mm -hmm. That one is another rice uh, rice cake that's steamed as well. And ultimately, yeah. the biggest difference between puto and kuchinta, I was actually talking to mom about this because we were going to talk about it on the podcast. I didn't know how to explain because they're different, right? The puto's drier, even though they're both steamed. They're, they're It's drier. It's not mm -hmm. dry. It's still moist. But the yeah. kuchinta is much more moist. It's almost like, yeah. like jello, yeah. you know, like a pudding. And the difference is, is that the puto mom was explaining is that they add lye water and I don't even know what that is. So, uh, yeah, lye water or is it called, called lime water is a strong liquid that's safe to use in small ends cooking, but can be dangerous if consumed directly. So it's just one of those things. It's like, why? Like, I, I know that they use ammonia powder and stuff. I, I think it helps leaven. Yeah. And I'm going to say this is that millions, maybe even billions have eaten these desserts. Yeah. And they're fine. So, they're fine. you know, especially you go to a place like Mendoza's. And by the way, this entire thing costs like 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So, and there's two oh. layers of each. So, yes. Yeah. So, if you're looking, so there's like uh, 12 plus another 12. There's 24 pieces here for $10. Yeah. You bring this, like, Nick, well, I was going to say to the office party. There's not too many office parties right now just because of no, the pandemic. But when that opens up, you bring one of these in. People yeah. are going to ask you, where, what are these things? Because they're going to love them because, they are. you know, you're going to be like a superstar. They're like, yeah, mm -hmm. Kenny, can you bring that thing again? You know? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. So Mendoza's Bakery, that place um, at the Scarborough location has been around for quite a while. And I've heard about it from, from many, you know, fellow Filipinos yeah. saying it's a great place. But this is my first time that I was there. Mm -hmm. And it's sort of tucked away in the strip mall that it's in. It's like 
sort of in the corner and the window is actually in that corner. So there's no real, there's a small banner, mm-hmm. but unless you know where it is exactly, um, yeah, you really can't see it. Yeah, they're on Danforth Road. Um, yeah. th- don't mix that up with Danforth Avenue, Danforth no, Road. Right. Yeah, and they don't really have a website, but Jeff found um, this, this is on the internet regarding them about yeah. their, um, about their food. This is on uh, Restaurant Guru. Mm-hmm. As you can see, they sell a lot of uh, baked goods. Uh, yeah. And this is a pretty accurate representation of what we saw. We went in there, we looked at probably this exact rack. Oh, yeah, that's and right. picked up that, uh, that platter that we saw for 10 bucks and thought, this is a no-brainer. You know, no, we just kind of right. got that. And uh, really good stuff. But there's other things. You also got Toron. Toron, yeah. For, Diana's for Diana. favorite. The yeah. plantain in the uh, in the egg wrapper, swing wrapper, deep fried with a little honey sauce there. Um, yeah, we heat it in the air fryer. It's, it's perfect. Uh, the lechi flan and uh, lechi flan cake we saw. Oh, yeah. Um, and then I think, I remember correctly as well, they actually have to'o uh, on Saturday and Sunday mornings, oh, which nice. is a, a soybean uh, drink with a, a sweet sauce. Uh, it's usually a, a traditional sort of breakfast morning uh, drink in the Philippines. Yeah, super yummy. So a great place. I like I like them. I wish I had found out. Well, I knew about them before, but I never actually went to them. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we finally went. I'm going to ask you something, Jeff. I mean, uh, it's been a while since I've actually been to FV. But yeah. does FV offer kind of platters like we had? Or, I, I or... think they do. Um, I know the Scarborough location, they have a huge table right in the middle. Mm-hmm. They have to walk around to get to the hot platter, the hot food table. Um, I know, I know they have trays that, that have ensamada and, um, uh, and other stuff. And I, I wouldn't, I, I'd, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't have, uh, like a puto and kitchen tap platter, uh, available Absolutely. as well. Yeah. And so I, this is a place that we're probably going to go to again, like mm-hmm. I recommend it. Um, I don't think I necessarily like it more or less than FV foods, no. although I haven't done like a side-by-side comparison. That's so. right. Yeah. No well, name. yeah. To be honest, when we have the Golden Bake Shop uh, Ensamada, to me it just tastes like Ensamada that I've had from FV or that that I, I remember from from being from when at, at the house, you Absolutely. know, with parties and people bring Ensamada with us. And, oh yeah, this is Ensamada. I could tell. Yeah, and so that was two episodes ago. I think this is episode <laughs> sixteen we're doing now. So that would have been episode either thirteen or fourteen where we're talking yeah. about the Golden Bake Shop. That's it. Uh, there. But just a tremendous, tremendous week that we've had of good, uh, good eats. You know, first mm-hmm. chicken plus, um, and Jeff's going to make sure that he goes there yes. uh, within probably the next month or so. Yeah. Finally, finally, we got to eat at uh, what was it called? Um, Tuts. Oh, Tuts. You know? Yeah. Finally, got to eat at Tuts, and and mm-hmm. then uh, it was got well there. worth the wait. I must say, oh, yeah, it was so yummy. And then yeah. we got to eat the truffle fries again right mm-hmm. and uh, right. try that lemonade and then mendoza's bakery so you know had some awesome filipino desserts it was a good week or yeah. a good episode of food yeah. worth mentioning That's right. and just to remind everyone that if you do want to go to street eats or even food truck and events right now we're still in the lockdown pandemic um so yes yeah, takeout only so when you do get your food um you know try to look ahead see what trucks are there so you know right away which ones you want to get because you really can't eat like i mentioned before you can't eat in the location so, you know, if there's a couple of you or some of you, you sort of fan out, you grab what you want to get, then go out to your cars or find a, a park or somewhere to eat together. That way, more people can go in there and enjoy. And, and then the trucks themselves have more business. 
Yeah, you make a really good point, Jeff. You know, by getting in and getting out quickly, you serve mm -hmm. not, first of all, you get to eat faster, which yep. is kind of nice, but also you serve the people in line because then they get to come in and eat quick more quickly. And then you also serve the food truck operators. They get to get more business. They get to create more income. They get to serve more people. So it's all of our best interest to get in, to get out, yeah. and then enjoy our food off-site. You know, mm -hmm. it's really nice to do it that way. Yeah. And, you know, actually now that we're coming near the end of May here. Food uh, Street Eats is going to be opening up their night market in June. Oh, yes. So that's not this weekend, but the next no, weekend, weekend after, after that. that. Yeah, that's right. So that's, we're going to be looking the calendar. So mm. get ready for that for sure. Absolutely. That's and right. so before I let Jeff sign off, I'm, we're going to invite you to do something super easy. You know, if you're getting value, whether you are getting, uh, you know, you're liking our recommendation, you want to try the food that we're recommending to you, or if it's just really entertaining, you like hearing or, or listening to people talk about food that they love, then we invite you to do something. We invite you to do something super simple. We invite you to either like, subscribe, share, or comment. It is a super easy way and a simple way for you to support our podcast and to do so for free. Isn't that right, Jeff? That is right. Yeah. And again, if you have any places that you want recommend to us that you want us to try, just hit us in the comments or uh, DM us in our Instagram account or even a YouTube account. And uh, we'll, we'll be there for sure. And we'll uh, give you some, uh, some credit that recommended by. And then until next time, remember this quote from Julia Child, people who love to eat are always the best people. And that, of course, includes my brother, Chef Jeff Santos, and I'm his brother, Kenny Santos, and you as well, if you love to eat food worth mentioning. All right. Thanks a lot, everybody. All right. Take care. Take care. You've been listening to Santos Brothers Eat. Food worth mentioning.